Welcome to Buffy Speak, everybody. My name is Caroline. I'm Beth. And I would like to apologize in advance for my lack of energy this episode, because for dinner, I ate a burger the size of a premature infant, (laughs) and it had macaroni on it. Oh my god, it came with these chips, and we had garlic fries. It was amazing. That sounds so good. It was an amazing dinner, but I am very uh, incapacitated. Do you want to know what I had for dinner? Yeah, I do. I had a turkey sandwich and like a fourth of a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Mmm, that sounds delicious. It, and it's healthy. called Cake My Day, but I'm really mad because they had a great opportunity to call it Cake on Me. <gasps> oh, Beth. I know. I, I should work I miss for Ben and calling. Jerry's. Yeah, I mean, I'll say. You're great with puns. Thanks. All right, let's get to Buffy. Let's get to episode nine. It's about a puppet. It's about a puppet. A puppet named Sid, uh-huh. who, like, I'm not a fan of puppets. Certainly not a fan of things named Sid. I think Toy Story pretty much ruined that name for people. Mm. Oh, yeah, good point. He tortures toys just for fun! <laughs> That's how they say it. I've seen that movie a lot of times. Uh, I don't have, actually, a whole lot of notes. Well, they're all, like, stuff like, I love Cordelia. Ah, oh, Cordelia's the best. She Always. was great in this episode. I oh. was kind of, I was kind of thinking that maybe. So you know, they're trying to figure out like who the. Oh, okay. Uh, for any of you that haven't seen the episode at all, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but or if you're listening or you haven't seen it in a while, there's a demon on the loose and he's trying to harvest organs. He's trying to find a brain and a heart, and that's like the premise. And everybody thinks it's this dummy, mm-hmm. this like ventriloquist it's, dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so whenever they were saying, like, they were looking for the demon and they were trying to figure out who the demon was, I was kind of hoping that it was Cordelia. Because no. you said, you told me, you were like, she's going to be, she's going to be in this season, or the show, a lot more than normal. So I thought maybe she's a, de- is she, can you tell me, is she a supernatural person, creature? Um, thing? not right now. <gasps> Oh my god. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for I her can't know. Okay, let me... Let oh me. yeah, Josie's here again. <laughs> oh, no. Josie, like... Sorry. Basically our third host. Um, <laughs> yeah, our I, silent host. I will host. tell you that Cordelia... Um, what goes on with Cordelia doesn't happen until Angel. So we don't get I to see I thought we it. already watched Angel. We can't. I've never seen it before. Oh, do you mean the the show Angel? Mm-hmm, the show. Angel the series. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the episode. So Cordelia isn't anything in Buffy the Vampire. Like, no, she's not anything in this in this show. Oh. Yeah, see. Bummer. So bummer okay. down. <laughs> Tell me what more you thought of this episode. Um, it was... Uh, I actually, I laughed out loud, like, many, many, many times. So did we. Our favorite part was, uh, uh, <laughs> she's laughing again just thinking about it. Um, when Buffy, like, she fights the, she fights the dummy and she pins him and she's like, you're not gonna be human anymore or something like that. And he goes, well, neither are you. And then there's, like, a pause, and then they both go, wait, what? Because, <laughs> like, they tried to throw in, like, a one-liner there, and it failed. Which was refreshing, because, like, you know, the show's, like, kind of notorious for its uh, quirky it one-liners. 
Yeah, and so, like, to address that sometimes they don't work out <laughs> is kind of a funny aspect that they didn't necessarily have to take, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they could have just kept making the one-liners or whatever, but instead they were like, no, 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 that's funny, leave it in. Um, Which I liked. What else do you like? Uh, I, 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 just, I really liked a lot of the humor. Xander, I thought, was prim, primo in this episode. He was so funny. What did he do? He was funnier in the last episode, I thought. Really? I thought the part where he was um, uh, with the dummy and he was like, I'm inanimate. That is your style of humor. <laughs> Just goofy voices. Just like goofy. He wasn't like, there was no, comedy doesn't have to mean much to make me laugh. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of the, I'm a fan of. Uh, little little quips, sarcastic quips, and callbacks. I'm a big fan of callbacks. I like I like comedians that do callbacks. John Mulaney has some good callbacks. Yes. So does Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, I love Mike Birbiglia. We saw him. We sure did. I saw him again the other night. What? It what? Was, it wasn't as funny as what? the time we saw him. Wait, he wasn't as funny? You saw the same show again? Yeah, because um, my friend was in town. And she oh, really, Olivia, yeah. She, she's the one who got me into comedy in, oh. like, in the first place. She introduced me to John Mulaney before anybody, like, knew who he was. Yeah. And that got no, me, I remember. That got me into Mike Birbiglia. And um, so she wanted to see Mike Birbiglia when she was in town because he, um, he has a comedy show running until the end of May. Which, if you're in the city, you should go see it. It's actually really, really, really good. It's called Thank God for Jokes, and it's running for three more weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and after that, I'm sure it'll be posted on Netflix, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, anyway, um, yeah, I thought this, I, I seem to remember not liking this episode, but I enjoyed it this time. I thought it was goofy. Yeah, it was definitely goofy. Like, I just thought it was just, like, I thought it did the best job so far this season of um, making us think things were going to happen, and then they oh, don't. Oh, yeah. It happened, no. like, three times Yeah, in this multiple times. I was like, okay, so, like, first I was obviously like, dude, the dummy's gonna be the bad guy mm-hmm. this time, because that thing was creepy. If you haven't seen the episode or you've forgotten what the dummy looks like, please Google a picture of this dummy. If you've just read the, um, worst the book of, um, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yes! <laughs> I was that, literally just That book that. was the worst. I watched. But it was scary. I remember it as a child, thinking it was scary. Oh, yeah, this one my little me. my little sister stayed with me uh, a couple months ago, and they were like, "Can we watch Goosebumps on your big TV?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And so they, I was like, "Yeah, sure," but I'm gonna take a nap. And so I laid down, and then I could not go to sleep because they were watching this scary ass shit in my <laughs> living room. They're ten years old, and they were just like, "We're fine with this." This is fine. God, it's terrifying. A dummy like comes to life and like tries to kill the family or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But oh, who would oh, win wait. in a fight? I'm jacked in or I will be flesh. Oh my god. <laughs> like I, I wrote <laughs> down I will be flesh in in mine too. <laughs> Two um, of the best lines <laughs> of this season. Yeah, that's how that's how the episode opens. It, the the last line before it cuts to the theme song is the demon going, "I will be flesh," and I'm like, "Oh no, something bad is about to happen." I thought it was a dummy at first, but then I thought it was oh, but then the d- the dummy turns out to be a good guy. So then I'm like, "Oh my god, who is it?" And then oh, and then I thought it was Cordelia. And then, um, the principal. The oh yeah, I thought it was Snyder. Principal Snyder for a second. 
And which, by the way, I wasn't a huge fan of Principal Snyder because he was he was trash talking Principal Flutie. Mm -hmm. And we love Principal Flutie. And he was like, Principal Flutie may have allowed you to do this, but he was eaten, which I didn't really feel like was okay to joke about. I was like, yeah, a man was eaten in your office. (laughs) Yeah. You're next. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I freaking love Snyder. I love him. Yeah. So I thought it was Snyder, and then I was like, and then, oh, and then I thought it was the dummy again, and I was like, oh my god, the dummy tricked him. But then it turned out to be some guy who we hadn't seen before in the episode at all. <laughs> and and Mark. He, just, he, he just dies. He just dies. Yeah, he got his head chopped off. His little, his little lizard head. Uh, why? Okay, okay. I, I have some, I have some, ni- I'm picking nits. Um... So, did they literally, in the beginning of the episode, Buffy, Xander, and Willow go in to the auditorium where Giles has been assigned to judge or whatever the, audit, the talent show? Yeah. And they make fun of the kids. Yeah. Well, first off, rude. Like I know. I wrote that down. Like, I was in the talent show in eighth grade. I played Misguided Ghost by Paramore on my guitar, and I sang, and people loved it. I was so popular. So, I didn't know what they were doing. I was personally offended. Isn't that from the Twilight soundtrack? No, it's not. Oh. No, that's... The other song I know how to play on guitar is uh, Flightless Bird... You're thinking of Flightless Bird American Mouth. Well, I was also thinking of I Caught Myself by Paramore. Oh, yeah. That's from the Twilight soundtrack. Um, But did they literally just go into the auditorium? Because, okay, they go in, they sit down, they mock Giles. Yes. They get up, and then they're going to leave. Is that why they went into the auditorium? Just to just to pick at him, They're just like, to be like, okay, guys, wait, where's Giles? Gotta make him. And then they come in. So gotta make him feel like yeah. a dummy. Yeah. Oh, but um. Boo. <laughs> um. Also, where has Angel been? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd he go? So he just like, like made out in the bronze. I know. Everybody of- saw it. It's the coolest place in town. <laughs> it's the only place in town. And, yeah, <laughs> and they were making out, and like they didn't make it seem like, oh, he's just we're we're taking a break. It made it seem like this was the beginning of their relationship. And Buffy has literally not even mentioned him, except for I guess in the last episode where she was like, the guy I have a crush on is a vampire, and I'm like, but where yeah. is he? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure you don't remember, but maybe they'll mention it next episode. Maybe this what is, is just like a bottle episode? type you know thing. What it's called. No, but I can look it up. Who knows? I will be um, flesh. <laughs> I okay. Bucky, so it's one. so funny because I wrote down because um uh, a girl gets her heart cut out. <gasps> I know a girl gets her heart carved out of her chest. So traumatic. And um, where are the cops? Again, I wrote down. I literally cannot believe this school. And like, as soon as I got done I writing that, Xander in the episode went, "I hate this school." I know. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I liked. I liked that address. It too. shouldn't be open. Like, legitimately, the school should be shut down. Shut down. These students should be rezoned. They yeah. should like move. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, how does Joyce? How does Joyce? Like, honey, is anything bothering you? And <laughs> Buffy's like, yeah, twelve yeah. people have died. Yeah, I I wrote in my notes Joyce because I love when Joyce is in the episode. I wrote it too. I wrote Joyce with a bunch of O's. <laughs> I wrote Joyce with a bunch of exclamation points. 
Joyce. I was so happy. Um, and I, was- I also liked Joyce's line, oh, it's okay, I was just dreaming about bills. <laughs> Which makes it sound like the people who wrote this episode are 13-year-olds and are like, wait, what do adults say? What do adults dream about? And it's like, I don't know, bills? bills? <laughs> so Mortgages. I love Joyce. I would die for Joyce. She's like, oh, I the was next- just wondering when the housing bubble will burst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next episode of this season is called Nightmares. And I didn't read oh the description gosh, just that in is case. such a good episode. Oh, really? I'm so well, excited. Good. And um, I won't eat a huge... My roommate's yelling. Um, <laughs> I won't eat such a huge burger before next week's episode. And yes. then I'll have some energy. It's also finals week for me. I'm done with school for the semester, by the Woo! way. Yeah. I'm low energy. All I wanted to do was sit there. Year. I know. I just, I just wanted to sit sophomore. there in a... What? I was like, your girl's done with fresh sophomore year. <laughs> fresh <laughs> off. Um, another thing in this episode that I didn't understand... Buffy mentions a dancer band rivalry. The girl, okay, so the tuba player, that's what it is. Yep. I for, I forgot yep. for a second. So the tuba player is like, oh, I never talked to Emily much. You know, the dancer band rivalry. <laughs> she says like while holding her tuba to make it clear that she's in band. She she knows what side she's on. Yeah, yeah, she's on the band side. But I mean, so personally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When I was in school, there was like, I don't even, I was so in, engulfed in theater. Yeah, same. There were like, no. We didn't really have group rivalries in our school. Our school was kind of a weird experience. I don't think it was like most high schools. It was um, a cool high school. Yeah, we, we there was no dress code. There was drinking and drugs and everyone was cool. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember on the first day of school, uh, my brother and I came from a school in Houston that required you to wear many, a very strict uniform. There were cops posted all around the school and stuff like that. You had to wear an ID at all times and stuff like that. And so we went from that to our school in Dallas, um, and we walked in and everybody's like wearing tank tops and like being loud and... Everybody was having a good time, and I remember my older brother looked at me and was like, this is like a movie. And I was like, I know. But if I went to a high school in a movie or a TV show, it would not be Sunnyvale. They'd because all there's be a high, high chance that one of my organs would get harvested by a demon. Yeah, for real. Which, if, you're not, if you're not essential to the plot, you're gone. Yeah, like, which is, you know... What a way to go. You know, if I was gonna if I was gonna die at a young age, I kind of hope it would be Do by a demon, but I I I'd like to think that the obituary writer for the Sunnydale like paper gets paid more than like their actual reporters. Cuz there's got to be deaths. There's deaths like happening all around and every I know for real. And and they've just got to report on it. It's like, "Well, guys, here we go again." This time Somebody's heart's been carved out of their chest in a yeah. locker room. Why do and people the, continue to go into the locker room? I know, and not only that, but they hear a strange noise and then they chase after it. And I'm like, no, Emily, put your point shoes back on. <laughs> um, that it was so funny. I um, I was reminded. Speaking of John Mulaney, like five minutes ago, but um, <laughs> <laughs> do you um? 
in the episode. So in the episode, they are trying to like figure out like about the death of Emily, which mm-hmm. is the cheerleader that or dancer that died. And she's a um, dancer. She's part of the dancer band rivalry. <laughs> of course, she's their gang leader. It was a turf war. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're trying to figure out who did it, mm-hmm, and they're going around, and <laughs> one of them's like. Yeah, Morgan did seem weird today. Or yeah, like whatever. I know. And it I, reminded that's what it me of that John Mulaney joke. He yeah. has this joke about um, detectives in Law and Order or characters yeah, it was in very Law and Order. Order and he was like, the bartender, the New York City bartender who remembers everyone who's ever come in the bar ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're asking the kids and they're like, Morgan? Hmm, I did see him. He was rubbing his forehead. Like <laughs> he was acting real weird because he had brain cancer. Yeah. Oh, my oh two God. people die in this episode. I didn't even think about Morgan. Oh, two yeah. people get murdered. And this show this this school isn't immediately burned to the ground and salt the earth. Like I know. I was kind of sad that Morgan died though. I was too. Like, okay, so he had brain cancer. They could have found a cure. Like I know. It was it was sad. And like okay, so Sid, the dummy, we found out Sid okay, so Sid is actually a demon hunter who was <laughs> cursed to live in the body of a ventriloquist dummy. Which yes. is you know, which, it's whatever. That's tough. That's oh. one of the worst curses. The worser curses. Yeah, I mean like if you're gonna like he's like, Oh, I'm going to make you a toy. Yeah. Um, but so we find out that he's not the bad guy. He's trying to find mm-hmm. the bad guy, and he thinks Buffy is the bad guy. Um, but he um, he's so mean to Morgan. He's very mean to and Morgan, I mean, and I'm it, like, are you serious? It's supposed to be like funny and a joke, but I'm like, you know, like I don't think I don't. I have a hard time believing this dummy doesn't know that this kid is dying. Yeah, this kid has brain cancer, and he's like, oh, you know what would be funny? If I embarrassed him and made him look like a pervert in front of all of his friends. It's just, and he doesn't even no show. No respect. Like, it, the, the dummy Sid, he doesn't even show any remorse when this kid dies. I bet the dummy, whenever he was a human, whenever he was in the, before he got cursed, mm. I bet he was like some rich old white dude that would just sit outside cafes. He would just loiter outside cafes and catcall women. Oh, God. Classic. Sid. It was. It was like the jokes that he made towards Buffy. It was just like, ugh. yeah. Which I think also, Nubile. Yeah, he called her Nubile <laughs> at one point. I guess that's the point that you're supposed to be like gross. But I was like, is this necessary at all? And yeah. Buffy's just like, she laughs what am I supposed to say she to does that? All sexual trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked when she threatened to uh, burn him though. She's like, I'm going to turn him into a log. A Duraflame log. A Duraflame log. Very specific wow. branding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe sponsored by Duraflame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of Buffy Speak is sponsored by Duraflame. Yeah. Is that even a brand anymore? I think it is. Maybe. I don't know. I think we but use Duraflame those for, um, I think we use Duraflame for uh, the grill. and Or we have a fire pit oh. at my house. So maybe. All right, Duraflame, we both have fire pits, Beth and I do, so we would love some free wood. Mm -hmm. Also, guys, if you're listening, Beth has a boyfriend, but I'm single, so I would also (laughs) love some free wood. Ladies. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I thought this episode was, I I thought it was kind of like, on this watch, since I'm trying to be a little more critical, 
Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, just like in a thinking more about it way. Yeah, just analyzing it. Yeah, I think it it kind of was a cute parody on horror. Like yeah, the horror no, I liked genre. it. Like they knew they knew what they were doing, and you can tell like the things that they made corny were completely intentional. For Jesse sure. and I were talking about how silly uh, Sarah Michelle Geller must have felt filming it because <laughs> she's like got this dummy pinned against the wall, and she's like, "You're never gonna live again." <laughs> she's doing anything. Oh man, yeah, Sarah Michelle no, Geller's like, the best. She is. Uh, yeah, I thought this episode was just okay because um, I like plots in shows a lot of my most of my favorite tv shows are like really serial plots uh like uh how to get away with murder even though this last season wasn't that good but like how to get away with murder uh archer the office like things that are really plot heavy so i'm not a huge fan of bottle episodes Mm -hmm. um and this was definitely like had kind of nothing to do other than to up the death count from sunnyville high school but oh my gosh like I'm honestly, not, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do between this episode and the next is I'm going to count how many people have died. Good, and then we we'll can get like, a count running. Get a freaking like cannon going, like the Hunger Games. Like who can survive? Honestly, maybe just Buffy. Yeah, for real, Xander and Willow. Dead. Both of them gone. All of them dead. Buffy All is the lone dead. survivor, and the remaining Giles um, almost died. That was I was like. Yee. I mean, because I knew, yeah, I knew he was going to survive, but, like, yeah. it's still, like, oh, Giles almost got, like, scalped. Yeah. That was another way that they tricked us, because remember, we're, like, well, Buffy yeah, and, yeah, that Buffy was and Xander, like, oh, he's going to come after Willow, because Willow's the smartest, but Giles was the smartest, and he's going after Giles. I thought and that was a good reveal. Another way that they kind of tricked us is, like, you think something's wrong with Morgan's head, and then it's like, whoa, he has brain cancer, which they found out. By looking at the nurse's school? By hacking lock? into the files. Yeah, why do they not have a better security system? Right, like, after... I mean, I don't know. It's the 90s. The 1990s. But, um... <laughs> I... I guess, like... I don't know. I guess it didn't take much, because, like, Lord knows Willow's got, like, a basic computer science education. Yeah, for sure. And she's like... Yes, I can. Oh my gosh, it's like she's like I don't know. Just those basic hacking skills that they teach you in uh, computer science one hundred and one. Sure, sure, they teach sure. You how to break into the school's mainframe. Mm-hmm. There's this really funny. There's this website um, where if you go to it, you type. It, it has. It's like a black screen in the line. No, being, I know exactly what you're you talking about. You type, and it looks like you're coding. I know. And um, <laughs> I. One time I did that and I put on, um, oh my gosh, what is that song? Social Network. Yeah, I put on the Social Network that the I um, what it's called. the so- the song when um, when when Mark is uh, coding, coding the, face mash. Yeah, and when he's like when the his voiceovers are over it, where he's mm-hmm. like they look like farm animals. Yeah, <laughs> Beth and I were really into coding when we first saw the Social Network. I tried to teach myself how to code. Didn't get very far. I know I, how to bold my words and I get, italicize my words. That's I, about it. I learned HTML from um, Neopets and Zanga. Oh my god! Because you had to. You had to have the coolest signature. You had to have that, the best theme for your Zanga blog or whatever, or else all the other middle schoolers would make fun of you. Beth, you're so old. 
Listen. I didn't even have a Zanga. What is that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's like, so, okay, so I guess it was big around the same time that MySpace was getting big, but MySpace was more of a social network. Yeah. And Zanga was more of literally just a blogging platform. Oh. Like, you just wrote diary entries, basically. Oh. And you could Uh. comment on your friends, and you could follow them, and whatever. And a lot of drama was started at Zanga for my school. A lot of drama. Oh, no. A lot of drama. Um, Oh, no. Zanga ruined Girls would post about their exes, and then, like, (gasps) their current, their ex's current girlfriends would, like, comment and be like, meet me in the parking lot, or whatever. Oh, my God. Um, like there would Dude, be, there would Alabama's be hardcore. Blogs. Like bullying blogs would be started against certain students. Um, Dude, middle schoolers are mean. Cruel. I was not. That's another John Mulaney joke. Thirteen-year-olds are the meanest people in the world. <laughs> they terrify me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> they will get to the thing that you don't like about you. <laughs> well, we're at we're at about twenty-seven minutes. You wanna? I'm I'm out of stuff to say. I don't have a whole lot really to talk about too. this episode. Um, I am I'd... super happy that Snyder's in the picture because I freaking love that weirdo. I hope he I will grow on him. me. Rate the episode. Mm, six. Really? Or seven. Seven. I thought it was funny, but like, eh. Dude, mine's like a four. Really? Because I thought it was funny, but I was just like, eh. Yeah, I... It wouldn't be if I was gonna like years from now when we finish the show. This is and, not one you remember. Yeah, and if I was like, "Ooh, I want to go back and watch an episode of Buffy," which episode should I watch? Probably wouldn't be whatever this is called, puppet it's show. Just, it's just one of those goofy. Season one has a ton of really like. I mean, you've seen season it. We're almost done with season one, by the way. That is insane. Um, is it? Yeah, I mean. When does it end? It, How many it, episodes? We've got are in three the more episodes. 12? Yeah. Wow. Three. I don't feel um, like that's that crazy. I mean, it is. It, it's just. It's like so. It's like exciting for me because things like really start ramping up, oh. and so I'm like, I'm like <gasps> super pumped to be done with season one. Not because I'm it's a bad season, get... but because all the other seasons are better. Yeah, I'm ready to get down to the nitty gritty. I'm ready to meet Spike. Tech. Everybody, uh, oh, I've been wait, telling. Oh yeah, when does Spike? When does he come into the oh, show? Oh, it's literally not just because of him. That is one of my all-time favorite episodes. It is when so he's introduced. Good. It's the third episode of season two. Yay! Third. We're almost so, there. Six episodes from now, six weeks from now, you guys are going to meet one of my favorite characters. Oh, I love Dude, him. Hold on, um, hold on. Look at him. That there's a lot of sexual tension. Yeah. Oh. oh, she has a bobblehead, everybody. <laughs> it's not a bobblehead. She's showing it's it to me over vinyl, Skype. But I have him. Oh, it's the only vinyl. one I own. And I freaking love him. He he watches over me at night. <laughs> I've been telling some uh, some other kids. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a film student, and so all of like my friends are also film students, and so they're like really into TV. And stuff like that. And so I told them about this podcast. And everybody that I've told so far has gone, oh, my God, you have a podcast? Wait, have you met Spike yet? And so I'm very excited to meet Spike. Oh, he's so great. He's snarky. I've seen I've seen that thing where he's like, where they're like, what are you doing out here? Five out, words or less. Out for and a he's walk, like, bitch. Out for a walk, bitch. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm, expi- I'm excited oh, to get man. into it. So this was a four for me. Yeah, not the best. 
It also might be because I have the weight of a baby inside of my stomach right now. (laughs) I'm so outrageously full. Don't ever move to Texas. You are going to overeat every single time you go out because they give you these massive plates with this delicious food. It's unbearable. Don't come to Texas. Don't come to Texas. That, don't do your taxes either. Don't do your and certainly, taxes. don't That's do your the taxes. You need to take away from this episode of Buffy Speak. Tax evasion and, is the way to go. And don't dream of bills. <laughs> Get some better taxes. dreams. Don't dream of bills. Drop acid before you go to bed or something. Because God, if I ever start dreaming of bills, then I'll know my life is over. I had a dream the other night that mm-hmm. I met Lin Manuel Miranda. And he how was, was it? He was really nice, and we. Oh, just that's like nice. hung out and that was it. Aw, cool. That was the dream. I I don't have really I don't really have dreams anymore unless they involve <laughs> meeting celebrities. Oh my god, really? Like, um I oh my gosh. I had one where um <laughs> this is so weird. I was um I was at a museum and I like uh wanted to get a job there and like Zach at Braff the museum? was there and Zach Braff was there and was I he was the like, one hiring I you? I was just there and then they were like was he the head museum guide no he was just Zach Braff okay well first off now that you've mentioned it Zach Braff would make an excellent museum guide I think he oh, would yeah he would um, definitely the last dream I can remember is uh, I got put on some new medication and it made me have crazy dreams and I dreamt that my oh I fell asleep watching a, nat- a nature documentary and I dreamt that I dreamt that my mom turned into a seal and then I watched an alligator eat my seal mom and it was hor- it was horrifying. I'm not on that medication anymore, but uh, yeah, that's the that's the last dream I can remember. One time, um, oh my gosh. I, one of the earliest dreams I can remember is, um, having a dream that, uh, my house was filled with water and my parents were drowning. Oh no. I was like four. Oh my God. I used to have nightmares. Have you seen Recess Schools Out? Oh, Recess mm-hmm. Schools Out? What's, what's okay. that? Okay. It's when all these like old dudes come in and they're like, we're getting rid of summer vacation. And then TJ and the gang have to go oh, and like oh, stop him. Oh, do you mean like the, the show or is there yeah, a movie? The re- yeah, Recess School's Out. But there was out. also a movie called yeah. School's Out. Oh, I, I yeah. guess I'm, um, I must have missed it. watched the show. It just didn't appeal to me. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the bad guy from Recess School's Out was always in my dream, and I would have these dreams where he would take my father hostage, oh my God. and I would have, yeah, and he would say, the only way that I'm not going to shoot your father in the face is if you entertain me. <gasps> and so I would, like, have to sing for him and dance for him and tell jokes for him, which might explain why I have the personality that I do today. <laughs> It's just constant, like, gotta keep them laughing. Let's go. Otherwise, but my dad will get shot in the Otherwise, face. the bad guy from Recess School's Out will shoot my father in the face. <laughs> wow. Um, this episode is ending on a very, like, revelatory note for yeah. me. Yeah. What are, um, what have you, listeners, what have you realized through scary dreams? Yeah. Tweeted Tell us. Tell us more. Tweeted us. All right, I got to go call a therapist or something to talk about this recess Jerry. dream I had. All right. Let it come out. In next this week is what for podcasts un- are for. Have you ever listened to the Mark Marin and Louis C.K. one? No, but I bet that's fucked up. Those guys are crazy. All right, guys. 
right. There's a recommendation for you. Listen to that episode of WTF with Mark Marin. Great. Keep listening uh, to this one as well. We're not as good as him, but we try. Maybe we will be. Not one day. for lack of trying. All right, we're, guys. We're young. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye.